0: Emergency services.
1: Please, you gotta help me. There's this weird guy. Ma'am. Please. Ma'am, call us when you're dead. What the fuck?
0: Welcome back, callers, to another episode of
1: Call Us When You're Dead. I'm Keith. And I'm Ryan. And on today's episode, we are covering the case of Betty Newmar. Okay. Uh, before we get into that, Ryan, what is going on with you? Oh, man, I need a time out to think. What? what about
0: you? What do you mean you need to say? No, you don't get to just go time times outsies <laughs> right away. You know, this is the drill every week. I always ask you, and you're always like, oh,
1: I don't know. How do you never know? I don't know, because I guess I just don't think about shit. I'm sure there's a lot going on, and I'm sure I could have a lot, but it's like, I just think of, oh, it's just life continuously shitting on me. Oh, life is not shitting on you.
0: I mean, at the same time, we do have to think of, like, the legal things that we can talk about and the things that we can't talk about. Right,
1: right, right, right.
0: Uh, Okay, so last week I talked about that, hey, I had a big announcement and I couldn't talk about it right away.
1: Correct. Did you get the okay to talk about it?
0: I didn't get the okay, but I feel like now it's kind of become more public information because (laughs) other people don't know how to be quiet about it. Yet I have a podcast That talks to hundreds of people every week. And I know how to shut the hell up. (laughs) So uh, I got promoted at my job. Woo! Yeah, it might bring some weird changes to the podcast. We don't know yet, Uh, but we will figure that out as time goes along. It might mean that we're changing the date of release or things like that. But that's because of my schedule, because I'm going to have to switch to a second shift. And that's typically the time when we record. You know, it might just mean earlier recordings or recording on a different day and then releasing on a different day.
1: Right. And we'll just play it by ear and
0: keep you posted as we kind of go. Right. So I just need everybody to just kind of be patient as we figure that out no we're not ending the podcast it's nothing like that it's just more of a what is my schedule gonna be
1: like exactly you know who might also have really weird schedules um who's that that's a weird ass transition but i know where you're going oh do you you just you read my mind like that uh probably our callers yeah our callers <laughs> yes. I'm like, are so
0: happy that we went on to the same page <laughs> so we have
1: ambria h Victoria D. And Lisa N.
0: I'm so sorry about that. When I saw that name, I was like, Embria, that's a different name. I really like that name. <laughs> and I was like, oh, maybe I'm going to say that wrong and I'm not. So, how? When? <laughs> All right, Ryan, why don't you get us started on this case?
1: All right. So, episode seven, season seven. Seven, seven. Seven, seven, seven. So, on today's episode, our person of discussion is Betty Newmar. Not too much background on her, though. She was born on November 27th, 1931 in Ironton, Ohio. We're going to get right into it, jump into that rusty, trusty time machine, and head back to November 25th, 1950.
0: Now, hold the hell on. When did it have to be rusty and
1: trusty? You're setting me up for terrible... Bad tasting, bad joke. Don't, don't do it. All right. We already got in trouble once for that. Don't do it again. Then say your damn line.
0: Please keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the time machine at all times. Call us when your dad cannot be responsible for any
1: lost limbs. This is the day that Betty would be getting married to the man of her dreams. So dreamy. Aww. Or so she thought. His name was Clarence Malone. However, their marriage was short-lived. I need you to say that name the way that it needs to be
0: said. It was Clarence. 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 Clarence Malone. Like, like Clarence, but Clarence. <laughs> Sometime in 1951, Betty filed a police report that Clarence was abusing her. See, now I'm saying Clarence instead of Clarence because I made that damn joke. Assuming because it was the 1950s, the police didn't take much action. Surprise, surprise. 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 <laughs> then in 1952, Betty filed for divorce to be free from this evil man, but not before giving birth to his son, Gary Malone. Ta da! Oh, so that, that's all we getting.
1: That's all you're getting.
0: Oh, okay. Well. Duh,
1: and thanks, callers. No. <laughs> See you next week. They'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> we came
0: here for the murder, goddammit. Oh, not right. for you to tell us some story about an abusive dick and just walk away.
1: <laughs> so let's move forward another year to 1953. Betty would move to New York and would meet another guy, James A. Flynn. Okay, question. She's divorced by this point, correct? Yeah, she's divorced by this point from Clarence. Okay,
0: you gotta kind of hand it to her, though. 1950 in divorce
1: oh yeah had
0: to have had a lot of proof because i know in the 50s you had to have actual proof of why you were getting divorced it wasn't something that you know today you can get a divorce over anything right back then a woman trying to get a divorce you had to file like a grievance with the court
1: on why you wanted the divorce and have proof as to why your grievance was correct well luckily she had that police report granted the police didn't take action more than likely not maybe they did who knows but there was well, at least that paper trail right there was a paper trail which a judge would have
0: wanted during that time to be able to grant a divorce
1: anyway all right so 1953 now and betty's in new york right and James. yeah james a flynn and, and love was in the air again. They would get married on February 9th, 1953. James seemed to be much better husband and father figure. In fact, James would officially adopt Gary. Then, Betty and James welcomed a child of their own. A baby girl this time. Peggy, aw, that's that's I like Peggy. I feel like there's not many Peggies in the world, but
0: I do really like that name. Right.
1: So she's just continuing on with the life. Right. Sadly, in
0: 1955, James would pass away, but how he died is unclear. Betty claimed that he had froze to death in a truck in New York City. However, she also told others that he was shot shot to death while at a pier in New York. Hmm. Betty, are
1: you evil? Yeah. So
0: are you setting me up to like Betty just <laughs> for you to pull a backstabby? on me and make me hate buddy maybe oh my god damn it buddy (laughs) see i'm feeling all sorry for you because you had an abuse why didn't you kill the abusive one why would you kill the one that left
1: you right right (sighs) allegedly like there's no charges it's just okay well weird circumstances going on i caught on your little ruse pretty quick Betty, saddened by the loss of her second husband... (laughs) Bullshit. ...moves to Florida. Like you do when you've murdered somebody. Right, you you go to Florida. Here, she would meet a Navy man. His name was Richard Sills. Betty was at a loss for words with this Navy sailor. In fact, she would wed him in 1956. Holy shit, she wastes no time. She is... She does not know how to be a single lady. No, she... That
0: that song would not have fit her well.
1: Oh, the single? Nope, can't do it. Right. But well, Betty's like, "No." Quick question. Yo, is she getting life insurance on them? Perhaps. Oh,
0: okay. Am I ruining something like that? No, 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 no.
1: She does get life insurance from some and not others. Okay. I don't oh, specifically so a lot. I don't specifically remember if it's like the first one she gets or the second one she does. I don't know. I don't like that you said some and then not others because that means there <laughs> is more than just these two. Well, this is
0: her third, third husband, marriage, yeah, right. But the second one that I'm going to think is going to all of a sudden just die. The
1: the second one, the second one's already dead.
0: Well, no, I'm saying like the second two die oh. out of the three.
1: Oh, okay, that's a, the
0: first one didn't die. She divorced his sorry ass. She allegedly. I, because I don't want us to get sued. Uh, <laughs> killed the second one. And now we're on to husband number three. And I feel like his fate is not going to be much better than the second dude. <laughs> so, with that said, Betty finally found the man of her dreams. He was an ideal... H- hold the hell on. Wasn't the f- second dude the man? No. And sorry, the first one. And the, the second one. The first one was the second... The- she got the man of her dreams. Every time she fallen asleep, she'd of a new <laughs> <damn> man. <laughs> And then she's got to kill one off to find that one.
1: Exactly. It's like you get it.
0: Right. He was an ideal husband. So was the second one. Right. And also treated her kids as his own, as the second one did. But the
1: second one actually adopted Adopted them. Yeah, yeah. right.
0: The two would appear to be happily married for over a decade. Oh, so she stuck around for a minute with this one. Yeah. She was like, shit, they're gonna think something's up. However, on April 18th, 1967, Betty and Richard got into a catastrophic argument. When it was all said and done, Richard took his own life with a gun, Again, I'm calling bullshit. He took his own life, more like she shot him and
1: made it look like he took his own life. Well, well, I guess to further potentially support that. Okay. Since Richard was a Navy sailor, the Navy did do an investigation of their own. Right. And they found it suspicious that Richard had two gunshot wounds in him.
0: i mean, sorry, gunshot like a shotgun or like just pew-pews? Pew-pews. Oh, okay, I which, was like,
1: oh, Which shit. is very abnormal for a suicide. Right, typically once you've done that, you've done it. Right. However, they were not able to connect Betty to the crime either. Hold up. Quick question. Yeah. Is this the
0: Black Widow? Are you ruining it? No. I'm just realizing it as I'm, like, getting into it.
1: Yes, this is the case of the OG Black Widow. Oh,
0: my God. I wanted to do her. I did. For (laughs) a long time, because she is so crazy.
1: She's something else.
0: Betty finally found the man of her dreams. Oh, I already said this, didn't I? Well, it's gonna
1: come back around.
0: Oh, okay. Betty, probably feeling that she was having the worst luck with men, moves to North Carolina. After a short while, she meets Thomas Harold Gentry, right? Is that how you say that? Yeah. That is correct. Winning again. They would get married in 1968. Girl, you gotta take a longer time in between (laughs) your marriages. You are not even waiting a full damn here before they (laughs) i'm married again
1: so i i'm 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 sure you're thinking and you commented it on earlier that clarence malone dodged a bullet maybe oh yeah right when he and betty divorced back in 1952 right which is true until november 27th 1970 he was randomly and mysteriously gunned down in his home in
0: ohio oh that bitch had him killed connected
1: oh maybe percent that was connected But we do want to point out that it was two days after what would have been their 20th wedding anniversary had they still been married. Anybody tracking her movements?
0: I've been like, where were you at that day? <laughs> right, right. Betty's coming over to the neighbor's house. Listen, so, t- today is my anniversary. Could you just watch the kids? And the neighbor was like, Betty, day isn't your anniversary. And she's like, oh, but it is. <laughs> and then she was like, but I gotta make a, a little trip. Right, right. That unfortunate and strange event didn't stop there for Betty. Gary, Betty, and Clarence's son, Gary, Betty, and Clarence's son committed suicide in 1985. Oh, that's sad. That is sad. That makes me wonder, did the son find out and he just couldn't handle knowing what his mom did?
1: I mean, possibly. So, you know, you were talking about the life insurance and blah, right. blah, blah. Well, Gary had life insurance, oh, which it didn't go to his wife. The life insurance actually went to Betty. So, did Betty kill her own kid? Oh, I mean, there's that's a possibility what, of it. I With, uh, with how this is going to go, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Oh, God. Okay. I just thought that was weird that the life insurance would go to the mother instead of the wife. Right. Because, like, you and I are married, and my life insurance
0: goes to you. Right, And then if you we both were in an accident, it is to revert to my mother, and if my mother isn't around and my grandmother is, it goes to her and then my sister. Like, it's a very weird, convoluted way that I have it put up, but it is there, you know? Right, right. So, back to Betty's happy marriage to Thomas, or so it seems. Now, it is unclear what first came first, the baby or the death. But either way, in nineteen eighty-six, they welcomed a baby girl to the world. Her name is Kelly. Oh, that's a good name.
1: <laughs> Thomas, however, was shot multiple
0: times in their North Carolina home.
1: <laughs> I did not know how to order this one, because it's like, what came first? The chicken or the egg? Well, what which came first? The birth or the murder?
0: Well, was she given birth and like pew pewing?
1: I, I I mean I Could don't you think imagine? it was that crazy, but that would be hilarious. If
0: she was like,
1: oh pew pew pew
0: pew, pew. like <laughs> Sorry, officers, I didn't mean to. I was actively giving birth, and he handed me the gun.
1: Right, right. Police are now getting very suspicious of Betty. What? Yet she is not done finding mates. She moved to Georgia and met John Newmer. It was love at first sight again for Betty. Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) John and Betty would get married in 1991. How old is Betty at this point? Let's... Ch- Betty Betty would be 60 years old at this point. Betty,
0: your crusty ass does not need to be getting married no more. You've, <laughs> you've done murdered enough men in your life. Let go. Right, right. Betty and John would have a long 16-year marriage. That is not long enough. <laughs> Until his passing in 2007. It would say that he died of natural causes due to sepsis and isomic,
1: Isomat- isomic colitis. Ooh, what is that? It's like an infection in the intestine. Oh,
0: Okay. On his death certificate. However, and he was 80 years old after all. However, something unique about sepsis is it's technically blood poisoning, which could be very similar to arsenic poisoning. Man, this lady was not playing. She had to get (laughs) one
1: last murder in before she croaked. And and later, I don't think I put it in because I was just going to side note it, but before shit goes down... Uh, John was cremated oh so she was like ain't nobody gonna find out right
0: okay now if this next one says she met the next man of her dreams I'm quitting the podcast (laughs) I'm gonna let you know now I'm out Because that would put her at 76 years old, 77 years old, still finding the next damn man of her dreams, <laughs> because she had yet another dream about another man, and she was like, I'm gonna murder his ass,
1: too. This, this bitch just don't stop dreaming. Mm-mm, she's like a
0: fucking thing of Pringles. Once she popped, she just couldn't stop. <laughs> at this point in 2008, the police have been working on a case for all of her former husband's suspicious deaths over the past 50 years. Well, I fucking wonder why. <laughs> they would eventually arrest her and charge her with three counts of soliciting to commit first-degree murder, which will bring us to child time. How? Hang on. Soliciting
1: to commit first-degree murder? No, she murdered. Uh, solicitation. Uh, their, their theory is hired hitmen. Oh, so they think that she hired a hitman for every
0: single one of these people.
1: For the three that had died of gunshot wounds. These
0: cops are dumb. I think she did it herself.
1: I mean, more than likely.
0: I ain't a legend shit. I'm going to say that she did it all herself. (laughs) Maybe the one in Ohio got a little too-pewed, but I think she did the rest. All right. Now with that, said, Ryan, why don't you get us started on to trial time?
1: All right. I mean, the case was fun and exciting. It was. I figured it out really well. That made me happy. (laughs) Uh, Betty would post her $300,000 bail bond while awaiting trial. Holy shit. Yeah. However, we all know how glacially slow the legal system can be. And on June 13th, 2011, rolled around the corner, Betty Niemer died from cancer at the age of 79 years old.
0: Hold up. So can we scroll back up a little bit? Sure. Okay. So in, in 2008, they take her in. And you're telling me four years later, three years later, they're like, oh,
1: well, she died. Uh, it took that long? They were wanting to build a a case, and you got to realize, other than he said, she said, evidence extremely circumstantial. There was nothing that really pointed to her as a guilty person. So had they a marriage
0: certificate, the the man
1: of her dreams pointed to she was guilty af. So I'm assuming the district attorney just wanted to make sure they had all their little duckies in a row. Well, maybe you should have gotten those duckies in a row before you decided to haul her ass in. Well, yeah. I mean, supposedly they were working on it for years. I think that I think
0: that is something that has always bothered me is they're like, oh well, we brought them in on these things, but then we needed to get our like ducks in a row per se, or we had to get all of the evidence in a row. That should already be in a row before you bring anybody in. Right. Because that means that evidence points to that person being the person of interest and the person that committed the crime. I think this is how we get a lot of faults, uh, confessions. We get a lot of mistrials, or we get people that are brought in on charges or even put to jail or prison or life in prison or death and charges that they never committed. Because... Now the police are too focused on one person instead of getting all of their evidence in a row prior.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. And that's kind of goes back to like the, once they arrest you, they have like 72 hours to charge you with something. Right. But in this case, they've,
0: they put her out on bail. Like I'm not trying to defend her. I don't, I don't think she's innocent at all. However, could you imagine if you, I died for whatever reason or You know, real weird circumstances. You got married again, that person died, and real world. You know, we're we're just gonna go with that. And now all of a sudden you are in your eighties and being charged with murder. (laughs) Right. Because you just happen to have a string of bad luck of men in your life. A whole life worth of bad bad luck. Right. You know, that now, yes, that sucks for you, but you shouldn't be charged with all these murders without there being actual evidence to say, you did all of this. And because you couldn't even do that, and this is not a speedy trial. Like, we don't even get a trial because they didn't have their shit together. And you, in the Constitution, you are supposed to have the right to a speedy trial. Being put on bail, like, bail, and being on bond means you are restricted from certain things, you can't do certain things, because now you have to live underneath the guise of the law that's, like, more harsh. Right, but you're also not in jail. Right, you're not in jail, but now you can't do certain things. You can't go certain places.
1: She was 79 years old. What the fuck is she going to do?
0: Okay, Anne. What if <laughs> she wanted to travel the world? Now she can't. You know, what if she wanted to go travel to Africa? Well, <laughs> now she ain't getting to go to Africa.
1: I mean, I guess that's true. She's
0: in her golden years of her life, and now she's being denied all of those things because...
1: I don't know if late 70s is golden years. You know, fuck you. It's the man I hope I don't wake up dead years. Yeah. How do you wake up dead, fool? You're dead. <laughs> you don't wake up dead.
0: Right, right, right. <laughs> Somebody finds your cold ass dead. <laughs> All right. So, Ryan, do we have any updates on this case?
1: Uh, yeah, kind of an update or a follow up. Okay. As of December 23rd, 2012, none of the deaths of her five husbands are actively being re-investigated.
0: Well, do you need to really re-investigate (laughs) when you know the lady done killed them all?
1: Right. As well as the death of her first child, Gary Flynn, whose 1985 death was officially ruled a suicide. Okay, that one I do
0: truly believe may have been an actual suicide, and I think it might be from guilt of knowing what his mom's done.
1: Assuming that he knows, yeah. Yeah, I like, guess right. I guess Peggy and Kelly are flying just fine with it. Well, they may not know. <laughs>
0: you know, they may not have ever known that truth, but he may have, because Gary is the one that got adopted, correct, by the first husband or by the, the, second, the husband. second husband. So there may be that like weird guilt of, well, he adopted me and he loved me so much, and here you are, and you murdered him. You know, and I I found out about it, or maybe he witnessed something, and there was just something he couldn't, you know, let go of. It, it's all speculation. I don't know any of that to be true, but there could have been a lot of trauma there that he witnessed or heard of and just couldn't take it anymore. And that was, you know, what made him end his life. And that is a very good possibility. And You know what? That brings us to a good segue into the hotlines. Oh, okay, then. Yeah, I mean... What were you going to say? The end?
1: Well, essentially the end, and then that was the case of the OG black widow, Betty
0: Numer. Like we always say here, you are always in charge of your own mental health. So if you or somebody that you know is suffering from a mental health crisis or suicidal thoughts, please call 988. Also, we did talk about domestic violence on here. So if you or somebody that you know is a victim of domestic violence, please call 800 799 7233. Again, that number is 800-799-SAFE. Once again, thank you guys so much for listening. If Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen. Also, don't forget to follow us on the socials at facebook.com slash callusdead. Follow us on TikTok at Call us when dead, where you can see some fun videos of us, or better yet, the cat Jacaris, the babies Emma and Regina, or of course, our girls, Lola, Bailey, and Bonnie. Or email
1: us at yahoo.com to tell us what you thought about the case, ask some questions, suggest some cases, or just to say hi. Also, if any of you callers would like us to give a shout out for you, let us know. But until then, remember to stay strong, do everything with love, know there is always hope, and in case you forget, you can always call, call us when, when you're, you're dead. dead.